Maybe. Welcome to The Simplest, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. The Simplest does contain spoilers as well as explicit content, so please keep this in mind as you're listening at work, in your car, with your kids, wherever. The Simplest does not claim ownership of any sound clips used in this episode, as any clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Thank you and enjoy the show. everybody welcome back to the sip list this is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things i am your hostess amanda fresh back from cancun um i am slowly coming out of my mexicoma i recorded last night and had not even been home 24 hours so i slept in a little today and i'm ready to rock um not gonna lie i still wish i was in mexico but you know what it's good to be here too so welcome um, we've got a returning guest and a brand new guest that I'm super excited about. So, um, I will say hi to our returning guest first and the inventor of the newest Sip Libs app, who I'm so thankful to, Kevin! Kevin! Hello! <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's been a long time. I had a little hiatus there from a lot of the podcasts, but I'm excited to hopefully start getting on some more of these things. They're fun. I'm glad to have you back. I always love talking to you. You're so much fun. And I'm so happy that you're drinking out of the mug I sent you. <laughs> yes. I'm going all out today. Robert with a W. <laughs> um, and then we have a new guest, a friend that I connected with on Twitter, uh, who has a very fancy name on Twitter, but we're going to call him Mox. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I hear Mox, all I think of is, I don't want your laugh. <laughs> Varsity Blues. Okay, maybe I'm the only one. Uh, Mox, welcome. I read Mox, I I think of Hell of a Boss. It's a YouTube series. It's a YouTube series, but hello, Mox. Yeah, hello, welcome. It's actually uh, actually my cat's name, so. Nice. Hell of a Boss or Mox? No, no, uh, Mox. Okay, well, that's cute. Um, Okay, so we all have cats. That's pretty awesome. My, okay, Shanna gets me. She's like the other half of my brain. Um, so yeah, we all have kitty cats. My my little Pearl has been wearing me out since yesterday. So we got home late Monday night, like 1030. Um, and I had to work yesterday and she was just all over me. And I'm like, girl, I know you missed me, but I'm trying to work. And she's still a kitten. So she's like, like she just cra- like she dug her claws into my chair, then into my leg to crawl up my body, and she nestles herself right here in my neck, and I'm like, "Ugh, <laughs> she's so stinking cute, though." Um, it's like you want you want to kick her off, but it's like, yeah, can't. Okay. And then she's been sleeping with me. She slept with me last night, and I'm like, "This is so uncomfortable." 
But I feel bad because we did leave her for, I mean, I had somebody checking on her and playing with her, but we still left yeah. her for a few days. So I'm like, all right, I'll let her get her snuggles in. Um, and Ke Kevin has a cute kitty cat too, whose name I always forget. Why do I do that? Because you're not a Whovian. If you were a Whovian, you would not forget the name TARDIS. That's correct. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't always forget what a TARDIS is. <laughs> the time and relative dimension in space. Come on, Amanda. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's an episode of Grey's Anatomy that's all about some dude who, the, the, I don't know, it, they're talking about these, their patients talking about a TARDIS. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> My little pearl has been wearing me out. And yes, that does sound dirty. Yeah, um, definitely sounds like a sex toy. But Mox, tell us about yourself or tell people who you are, what you got going on. Um, I mean, from a personal stance, as far as like, I, I've got nothing to plug really, as far as, you know, okay. mine, um, like really, I, like I said, well, like you said, we kind of came across each other on Twitter and you were just kind of threw it out there that you were looking for guests on the show. And I just kind of threw it out there like, Hey, you know, uh, yeah, this is something I'm kind of interested in. You know, if you, if you have a spot, maybe we can, you know, fi figure it out. Heck yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you, you sent me the list of potential lists. Um, I mean, I I think mine was kind of unique, but also you know, I like fit it. in with the uh, you know fit in with the kind of the entertainment portion of it. Mm -hmm. Well, Kevin was super excited about this topic too. I think I I don't go as deep into this subject, so I have a feeling my list will be pretty generic. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have, and maybe I'll learn some new things or because i just i guess i don't watch a lot of animation um or a lot of like stuff with voiceovers so that's like all i watch <laughs> i know i know i know um i mean i do watch some stuff but i still don't like right now i'm on big mouth because kendra told me about big mouth okay. so i'm really getting into that and it's it's really fun <laughs> what i was gonna say disney doesn't count <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, Disney counts. I have. I'm joking. It's just. <laughs> I have lots of non-Disney. Everyone's on my list. seen Disney. I think it. I think it depends. I mean, in this case, like theater Disney, like you know, they just sign you know big names. Versus if you, if it's like straight to video or on TV, you know, then. Right. Then usually it's kind of like a couple of like known names throughout the voice acting industry that you might get. I mean, I will say I have two that people will know because they did things other than voice acting that made them really famous. Um, and you'll know who I'm talking about when I get to them. But the other ones, unless you know what they did, you might not know. So anyway, we'll see. Um, Kevin, what are you sipping on there out of that beautiful coffee mug I sent you? Ooh. So this is a supposedly extinct herb from centuries ago that a Chinese person told me was in this tea. The okay. ancient herb Silphium, which is apparently uh, exported out of extinction. Uh, I don't believe the claims because this is an extinct uh, herb. Uh, but the Chinese person at the Chinese uh, uh, tea shop claimed it was Silphium. Okay. And how much did you pay for that extinct herb? I think it was like five bucks or something. Yeah, it's not extinct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's tasty, though. 
All right. Well, that's all that matters. I've been getting into, um, we have a spice and tea shop not too far from me. And so I've started like buying the actual tea and I have the little, what the hell is that thing called? The thing you steep it in. Um, so no instead, yeah, I so my, mine looks like a giant paper clip. It's really weird. So it's got a, a mesh round ball at the end and then the oh, end yeah, of it yeah, looks yeah. like a paper yeah. clip. But, little scooper where you can even just scoop it into yeah, the tea if you want. And then close just, it. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, Mox, you got anything you're sipping on over there? Um, I'm just drinking a strawberry kiwi fruit drink. Ooh, that sounds fun. I had a I had a bunch of strawberry mojitos on my vacation and they were really good. Um, I drink a lot of alcohol though. So. <laughs> uh, I am drinking again my boxed wine tonight. Nothing special. I really should be doing a detox because I did a lot of drinking the past few days. But you know, it's my podcast and I want to have some wine. So you know, say, I feel like that's part of, that's part of the point of the podcast. You know, yeah. If you weren't drinking, then then you're only listing and you're not sipping. It's all part of the mm -hmm. shtick. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so I didn't actually say it, but for anybody who hasn't picked up on it, we are here to do top five voice actors. So this is going to be fun. But before we do that, we are going to use Kevin's lovely program that generates my sip libs. And we're going to do that first. So um, no pressure to anybody. We will go around. I'll start with Kevin and we'll go around. And if you can't think of something, you can just say pass. Um, and no pressure to be anything or whatever. Just say what pops into your head. And if it's not grammatically correct, I will gently correct you and we'll fix it. So, all right, <laughs> Kevin, you get to start with a town. Pound town. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> okay. Mock's a profession. Gynecologist. Nice. <laughs> Uh, a name for me. Let's say Carlos. All right, Kevin, a name. Edward Penis Hands. Uh, should have said e Edward Forty Hands. Those are funny. That's a game. That, that's it a, is game. a game. Okay. If you call that a game? Is that really a game? <laughs> it's more of a challenge. <laughs> It seems like more of a yeah. challenge or a device of torture, but yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one's an adjective, so I will be filling in certifiably fuckable per the rules of the show. And Mox, you get an animal. Hmm. Um, a bull. A who? What? A bull. What's a bull? B o l e. It's a. Uh, it's like a rodent. Okay. Kind of. Are they, I are they cute? About, um, I will find out for you. <laughs> I'll have to Google that. Okay, I got a All animals are cute. That is not correct, sir. <laughs> um, oh, look yeah, at I mean, a jumping spider. Like a, it kind of looks like a the mixture of a mouse and maybe a hamster. Oh, okay, that's cool. I got a verb ending in ing, so I said fucking because it's obvious, and I don't care. Of course. Uh, Kevin, a profession. Fluffer. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's my go-to. <laughs> uh, Mox, a name. Um, <clears throat> I 
could just say Mox. Captain Crunch. Ooh, ooh, good one. I like the Crunch Berries. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, adjective for me, I'm going to say Sunburned. Okay, Kevin, a musical instrument. Ooh, Piccolo. Nice. Ooh, okay. I, I really do love the varieties of these, Kevin, I will say. So one of the things I added to the prompt is get creative with your custom words. I like it. I Okay, so this one, this is the first time I've seen this one. A valuable object. Is that on me? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no, that's all right. Um, the Mona Lisa. Nice. And the preview button is there too, right? For if you run into any oh, that you don't understand. That's just that's, for mainly. Okay, that's a good idea because I actually don't understand the next one. Nice. <laughs> good timing. Because it says same animal. I'm guessing it means the same animal from earlier. So I'm going to say Volt. Oh, there were two. Okay. Weird. Okay, that's weird because oh. I have it set up so that if there's multiple, usually you only have to ask for it once. But hmm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Kevin, a famous song. Uh, baby Shark. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> it's been my go-to on the lyric generation because this this uh, program has multiple modes we can do. We could have done a script for this one. I was thinking we could do a script, but it's too late for that oh, now. Oh, that would have been better. I'm sorry. No, we, we're going with this. Okay. So this says enter a his slash her. And with the preview, it really looks like it just wants you to say his or her. Yeah, that one, I, I want to figure out how to make it so it stops asking for that one. I just need to add, do not ask for a his, her custom word. That's something I need to add to the prompt. Thanks for, that's being okay. reminded to me right now. All right, well, Moxie, you get to choose that one. Uh, her. Okay. And then it says enter the same musical instrument. So I'm going to put Piccolo and Mox. I'm going to let you go again because you kind of got screwed on that one. Did a you famous... switch it to GPT-4? I don't know what that means. I said to go to the settings and switch it to GPT-4. It might have defaulted to GPT-3.5. <laughs> I may not have done that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I asked if I'll... you had it set up. <laughs> I thought I did. I'm sorry. I just got back from Mexico. <laughs> I know. You're still recovering. I am. And I had to work. Uh, Sorry, Mox. A famous song. Um, Freebird. Nice. <laughs> a verb ending in ed. I'm gonna say fucked. Kevin, another profession. I just keep thinking. I think it was Dre that said president's fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just another fluffer. <laughs> it's just another fluffer, but a more valuable one. Yeah. More expensive, uh, for sure. <laughs> okay, same valuable object. Mona Lisa. Okay. I'm Mox pretty sure you're on 3.5. Okay. Adjective. Uh, soaked. S I'm sorry, what? Soaked? Soaked. Okay. And same town, 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 and last one's an adjective. I'm gonna say sweaty. All right, here we go. That was my bad for not updating. 
This one is titled The Grand Voice-Off. Once upon a time, in a town named Poundtown, lived a gynecologist called Carlos. Edward Penis Hands had a certifiably fuckable voice, often compared to a vole fucking... (laughs) 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 That doesn't sound very certifiably fuckable. Like Gilbert Gottfried, maybe? Yeah. You that a friend Drescher. <laughs> yes. In the same town was a fluffer, Captain Crunch, gifted with a sunburned voice often compared to a piccolo. One day a competition was announced. The prize? A Mona Lisa. Ooh. Ooh. So Carlos and Captain Crunch decided to lock horns in a voice actor battle royale. Carlos's certifiably fuckable voice echoed, Sounded sounding like a vole singing baby shark. The crowd gasped. But then Captain Crunch took the stage. Her voice rang out, resembling the piccolo playing Freebird. The crowd fucked. Uh oh, Captain Crunch wins. (laughs) (laughs) In the end, the president's fluffer declared both of them winners. They shared the Mona Lisa and became the soaked voice actors in Pound Town. And everyone lived sweatily ever after. The <laughs> end. That was a great story. Nice. <laughs> no, he. the president has a fluffer, Dre. He's not a fluffer. He has a fluffer. And maybe they're both fluffers and they fluff each other. Yeah, I think there was two fluffers. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, we are ready. To do our oh hi Tardis, ready to do our top five favorite voice actors, and Mox, you are the guest, the new guest, so we are gonna <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> Mother fluffers, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you're, I mean, if you're fluffing your mom. That's uh, I guess that's your own business. I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess as long as you're getting paid, I don't know. So, um. Mox, I know you've kind of listened, but basically what we'll do, we'll go round robin style, backwards from five. If we have one in common, we'll all talk about it at the same time. So if you say you're number five and it's my number three, we'll all talk about it together. Um, So we're going to let you start. Who do you have at number five? Um, I actually have a a physical list, um, but my number five is uh, Phil Lamar. Nice. Um, Who's that? It's, uh, he's actually voiced... Two dozen different comic book characters. Um, Samurai Jack. Okay. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Uh, he, you've seen Pulp Fiction where the guy in yeah. the back of the car gets shot. That's Phil Lamar. Okay. <laughs> um, he He's my number did, four uh, honorable mention. Okay. He also does. Uh, well, he did uh, Mad TV when that was a thing. Oh yeah. Like, I think that's where he kind of got like his sort of not necessarily not like big break, but I feel like that's where he got recognized, and then did Pulp Fiction and kind of went on from there. But yeah, he uh, he still does a little bit of live action work, but uh, yeah, just his voiceover. I feel like he uh, the array of characters that he's done. I mean, and still kind of flying under the radar is interesting to me. Just mm-hmm. uh, you know, like like uh, Kevin said, Samurai Jack. I mean, that was a big one, but I'm sure I'm sure there are tons of people who like don't associate Phil Lamar with Samurai Jack or have you know kind of in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dre, he's not on. I, I, I'll spoil that he's unfortunately not on my official list, but he is very high on my honorable mentions. 
He is like my I, number one honorable mention. I thought about it, but I went the other way instead. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if we spoil that, but yeah, I, I felt like so many of mine are obvious and Mark Hamill's super obvious. So while I appreciate his talent, I was trying to be a little, I was trying to go a little deeper, but yeah, Mark Hamill is the Joker on the Batman animated series. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh yeah. It's, it, he is the voice, of the Joker. There is no, Agreed. Uh, Heath Ledger is the personification right. of the live action Joker, but he is the Joker. What if Mark, uh, Mark Hamill, Hamill could have voiced Heath Ledger's Joker? Oh my God. That would be the, <laughs> that would be the, like, I would feel so weird watching that dub. Like, if that was dubbed, I would feel yeah. so weird watching that. Be like, want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why so serious? Okay, I can't do a good impression of him, but you know what I mean. All right, very cool. Well, I did not have him, so that is good to know. Uh, Kevin, who you got at number five? Uh, do do I have Gray Griffin, uh, previously known as Gray Delisle. Uh, that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so she's voiced in many things. She's uh, been Daphne since 2001. She's okay. Azula in Avatar. She's Vicky in Fairly Odd Parents. Mandy in Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Sam and Danny Phantom. Frankie and the Duchess in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mayor Karen Crawford in Paradise PD, and many wow. characters in like Catwoman and whatnot in Batman Arkham City, and a lot more. Obviously, she's a massive voice actress. Okay, she's in Gray, so much you're stuff. Have to find out. <laughs> yeah, now that uh, now that you mentioned the characters, it's like okay, yes, I am yeah. familiar with all with. Well, I should say most of them, but yeah, I didn't know her by name. She's also big in uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal, which I need to blast that everyone needs to watch. It's Gennady Tarakovsky's newest show, the creator of Samurai Jack and Primal and Dexter's Lab. His newest show is like by far my favorite show he's, he's created, uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Okay. It's so good. Okay. I think it's on HBO Max, but I bought it on Amazon. Very nice. Um... Damn it. I was going to say something and I forgot. God. All right. Must not have been important. Uh, Mox, did you have her? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. All right. Well, neither did I. Okay. So my number five is super obvious. This person is super famous, both for their voice work and a very popular show and just as an actor in general. Um, I have Hank Azaria for The Simpsons. Okay. That um, uh, he made one of my honorable mentions, and I know that's an obvious choice, but God, Mo and a, a used used to be a poo, and then Chief Wiggum, I think. Wiggum, like I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I like Hank Azaria as an actor too. I just I think he's really funny and quirky. Um, I feel like Uncultured Swine. I don't know him. Like I know the characters you're saying, like and whatnot, but I never knew his name. And like, has he acted in other voice acted in other things, or is he mainly just a Simpsons voice actor? Uh, I think he's I th mostly a Simpsons voice yeah. actor, and then I think as far as like outside he's an of Simpsons, actor. he does mostly live action. Yeah, yeah. one of those. Yeah, he oh, was in. Um, he was in Gross Point Blank. Okay. He was in um, America's Sweethearts, which um, a lot of people haven't seen, but um, I think of. Uh... The Simon Pegg movie, uh, Run Fat Boy Run. Oh, yeah, 
Oh, I love. He was in the. He was in the birdcage. I haven't seen the birdcage. What? Wait, is that the? Is that the horror movie? No, with. Well, that's the bird. Rob, I haven't Rob, seen the birdcage yeah. either. Robin that's Williams, Robin Williams one. Yeah, that, yeah. I remember uh, Sha- uh, oh. Shanna talking about it and getting passionate about it, and I'm like, damn, I need to watch this movie. Okay, Dre, we'll let you know. I just haven't yet. Have you seen Dodgeball? He's in Dodgeball. He plays he the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that guy. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's Hank Azaria. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, got it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Seamus, or it's something. It's something Irish. Anyway, I don't remember. Or Scott. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, he's great in The Simpsons. I think that's the only voice acting he's done, to my knowledge. But. Dre, I don't know that name, so I'm sorry. I don't have them. <laughs> I don't know that name either. I was hoping one of you guys did. <laughs> All right, Dre, tell us who he is unless... Okay. Yeah, tell us. Inform us, Dre. Inform us of our uncultured swineness. Please. <laughs> um, so Hank Azaria was one of my two super obvious people. So, All right. Uh, ne- neither of you guys had him, obviously. Uh, I know. Like I said, he was one of my honorable mentions. That okay. was, uh, for me, I would say, like pretty much the whole cast of The Simpsons is part of my honorable mentions. Just like you said, the yes. the, the array and just the variety of voices that they do in one show. For me, it's the Futurama, but it's more Matt growing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I have like three Simpsons people written down. Hank Azaria is the one I ended up putting on my list, although I could have easily swapped him out for the other two, but we'll get there. All right, Mox, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is uh, kind of an obvious one. Uh, Frank Welker. Yes. Yes. Cujo uh, himself. Cujo himself. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, well, he actually did uh, Nibbler from Futurama. Oh, yeah. He's done uh, so much other stuff. He's, yeah, he's uh, fucking, Megatron. He's Scooby Doo. Um, he's Fred and Scooby Doo. I'm yeah. so glad we're all naming Scooby Doo people because I have a Scooby Doo person on my list. Nice. I gotta let you keep going because you landed first. He's technically down to my number. He's my number. He's in my number two spot. Oh, Frank, Frank is. Yeah, I have three people in my number two, but I got a speed run that one. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin cheated, but you guys can both talk about him. Um, oh, Fred. That's I mean, yeah, he basically. When it comes to Frank Welker, like it's. I feel like from the, in the span of like 19, actually he's been active since, since the seventies, yeah. but well, from then been, until, oh, go ahead. Seventies. He's been Fred. He's been Fred since Scooby-Doo's inception in 1969. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but what I think is kind of interesting is like, he's like, he does a lot of characters, but he does animals. Yeah. And that's like his big other thing like is... random sounds. Like that's kind of like... one of his like big thing. He's like but the he's biggest, in- most paid voice actor because of, especially because of those animal things, because like he'll get called yeah. into a session and just destroy his voice and get paid a fuck ton of money for it because he just, that's just what he does. Okay. Did nobody mention that he was Dr. Claw? He's fucking the Cave of Wonders and Aladdin. I he's just Googled like, him. This I'm this like, he's Dr. Claw? Forever. Yes. This list would literally Barney go on Rubble. forever if we did this, Amanda. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair, fair. Well, it's like Inspector Gadget. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is Frank fucking Walker we're talking about, Amanda. <laughs> okay, I have heard of him, but I have problems associating voice actors with who they actually played unless I just know who they are, which is kind oh, of yeah. how but I did. That's the I thing did. is 
he's not a big he's not a big actor and whatnot. So he's that's why you you may not have heard of him, but you've definitely right. heard him. Definitely. And to me, that was like a that was like another motivation for doing this topic mm-hmm. for the list. You know, just because you know, like you said, they people recognize the characters, but they don't always associate with who's behind the character. And they deserve yeah. a lot of recognition because they're some of our most beloved characters. So, for sure. Sweet. And they're okay. so criminally underpaid compared to actual, uh, well, not yeah. actual, just I meant to say on-screen actors. We know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, no, like actual because voice actors, acting, voice acting, actors. Voice acting, if you're just doing silly voices, you're not voice acting. Voice acting is acting, and it's a whole nother level on top to physical acting because you need to get all of the emotion and all of the story portrayed through the voice itself, mm-hmm. not through what you're physically doing. I think it's more difficult. I mean, I would say in, if in I certain had that, ways. because it's yeah, like, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Like Kevin said, you know, you have to uh, like when you're in the studio, you have to like physically get behind it because cart- normally cartoon characters are so much like, you know, just a little bit extra than, you know, but then live action. So they have to kind of have to add that in. Okay. I, I Googled cause I think Jerry left Sean. Yeah. Channel- he left. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is like a big thing that he was part of. Oh, that's uh, that show that it no, takes like five episodes to say one spell. Come next time, May. <laughs> next time, May. Next episode, May. Next episode, ah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there that's, you go. Uh, that was probably my one of my first exposures to anime, so I kind of was just like turned off from it. But I, I go do uh, a little here and there. Nice. Okay. I wish I liked it because so many people love it, but. That's it's just not the only ones it. I ever got into. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not really my thing either. My daughter loves anime. It's just kind of like, eh, okay. There's a lot um, of ones I do love. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, what's your number four? Oh, now I got to scroll back up because we were down to two. <laughs> so my number four is... uh. I will always see him as Goliath. Anytime I see him in anything, okay, he's one of those actors yeah. that's almost 50 50 down the line on screen voice acting because his voice yeah. is so iconic and he's such an excellent on screen actor that he's like 50 50 down the line voice acting, uh, on screen acting. He's Goliath, he's the president in Rick and Morty. Uh, King Andreas in Amphibia, which I doubt you guys have seen, but he's the Flame King in Adventure Time, which is more likely to have seen. He's heard of it. Doctor Doctor Felicia in The Princess and the Frog, mm. and he's Childs in The Thing, and General Kimsey in Armageddon. Keith David. He's been oh, a lot of things. okay, yeah. okay. He's definitely, he's one of those guys like in a strange way like kind of flies under the radar but like has a distinct voice almost like a morgan freeman-esque like i know he is my voice people always say morgan freeman to narrate your life i'm like no hook me up with keith david yeah. all the way like yeah i mean i i think keith david is you know equally talented but like i say kind of flies under the radar as far as you know fame like, goes like he's the cat in Coraline. just imagine that i was gonna say is he in Coraline? Talking, yeah. okay <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, I didn't have him either, but I totally know. I as soon as you said his name, I can like immediately picture his face, and I know who he is. I love that guy. Yeah, I I, I would not want. I would feel 
like awful calling him a character actor because he's so much beyond that but like because he's just such a powerful he's just an actor in so many ways like he acts with his voice he acts physically he's he's an all-around actor yeah and he was a nope if anybody watched that oh yeah i know he, like wasn't he the dad <laughs> yeah he was, so he was only in the movie for a short period. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> he's still in it. But he's one of those people. He makes these little appearances in movies, and it's like... Um, he pops. He just stands out. There is a yeah. movie I am thinking of that he's in, and I cannot remember what it is, but I'm like totally picturing his face. It's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, anyway. it Okay, well, I didn't... Oh, he's in They Live! I need to see that movie. That's one of those movies that I love the imagery. I love the iconicness of the to. movie. And I just haven't seen it. Yeah. You definitely need to. Um, Armageddon is what I was picturing, which I know you said. I was trying to figure out what character of his I was picturing, and it was Armageddon. So, okay. Well, very cool. My number four, I don't know if this person is considered like a big-time voice actor because I don't. I didn't look him up to see what else he's done. Besides one of my favorite characters of all time, one of my favorite shows, just special place in my heart. Um, my number four is Jim Cummings. Oh my god. He what do you mean yeah. he's not a voice actor? He is he is one of the fucking one of the pillars of voice acting. He's I mean he voiced Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. Yeah, exactly. He's but... the fucking Pooh. <laughs> he's Darkwing Duck. He's fucking okay, he I is know that. such a good voice actor. I just knew yeah, he, he was, was Pooh and Tigger. Okay. Winnie the Pooh is one of my all-time favorite characters of just everything and is my spirit animal. And the voice is so remarkable. Like, just, yeah. So. No, he's voice acting a I lot. I forgot of he was Darkwing he's, he's Duck. Very, he's very dynamic. He's just okay. super known for Winnie the Pooh, but he's been in a lot of things and he's very dynamic. He's such a good voice actor. Okay. Yay, he's in I my got one. Mentions for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I had to throw Winnie the Pooh on there for sure. Because, uh. It's just a voice you, again, you don't know who the guy is, but the voice is so recognizable. And I mean, and Tigger too. <laughs> no. <laughs> that worked the way I, anyway, um, I cracked myself up. Um, but yeah, Winnie the Pooh is just so recognizable and just warms my heart so much. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so you guys have him as an honorable mention. Okay. Number three, what do you got, Mox? Uh, I have Kevin Conroy. Oh, uh, Batman himself. The, 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 yeah, the opposite of Mark Hamill. Um, I yeah, mean, exactly. He, it's for me growing up and even now, like he, he is Batman to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, you can compare Heath Ledger to uh, Mark Hamill, like performance wise, but there is no Batman that can compare with Mark or yeah, I mean, with, uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy when it comes to, ba when it comes right. to Batman. And one of the, like, not only did he just do, you know, Batman the Animated Series, but then so many other, like, DC animated projects beyond that. Like, he kind of became mm. their animated Batman. Um, You'll have to go back. Um, Actually, you shouldn't have to go back very far, because we recorded it last year, but I didn't post it until a couple months ago. But we mm. did a top five Batmans. Um, we all oh, had yeah, that one. we all had Kevin Conroy in one spot or another, but you know if you love Batman yeah. and stuff, you I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about our other ones. I was the only one that put Lego Batman on my list, and I am not sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Will Arnett on the list? I'll, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I love Will Arnett. I think he's so funny. And I Lego, love him too. 
Lego Batman is one of my favorite Batmans. He's just so fucking cool. And he just yeah. thinks he's so cool. I still haven't then seen he... Lego Batman. I've only seen the like the oh. Lego movie. I think he has a small cameo in the Lego movie. Kevin, yeah, you have to see Lego Batman. You will love it. Okay, okay. Uh, there's about a billion I know, uh, things that you but... can enter into that little like uh, variable. If you turn that uh, Lego Batman movie into a variable, do you know how many things could be entered into that data field? Yeah, but you love animated movies and you love this kind of, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't seen Lego Batman. No, I so. am too, because I love the Lego movie. Like me too. There's so many there's Everything so many movies in that awesome. list too. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Oh god, that song is so catchy. It's almost oh yeah. I think it's as bad as Baby Shark, but it's funny. No, it's nothing fun. is as bad as Baby Shark. Baby Shark <laughs> is one of those few things that's just like painful. It's just painful. <laughs> where everything is awesome. You're usually in a good mood when it pops into your head. Mm -hmm. When Baby Shark pops in your head, you're like, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> True story. <laughs> uh, okay, that was a great choice, Mox. Kevin Conroy, thank you for having that. Um, yeah. I didn't even think of him, and I can't believe I feel that. bad for not having him as an honorable mention, even. Yeah. I, feel, I feel criminal. I thought of Mark Hamill and not Kevin Conroy. is super weird. Uh, okay, Kevin, who's your number three? My number three is Echo Warner, and uh, okay. I, I can't do I can't do impressions right now. I'm not warming up, and I have headphones on. When I have headphones on, I suck at voice acting. Fuck. Uh, but Yakko, Pinky, Raphael, he's Raphael and Donatello. He's one of the few voice oh. actors that has voiced two turtles. He's the original Raphael back in '87. He's Donatello in 2012. He's Howie and Jimmy Neutron. He's Mark Chang and Fairly Odd Parents, Jack Fenton and the Box Ghost, and Danny Phantom. He's Ruben and Leroy and Stitch. He's PJ wow. Pete in the go in a Goofy movie. Okay. He's, he's a like my, but the reason he's on my list is because he's a phenomenal voice actor, and I've always loved so many of his roles. But his uh, podcast, uh, oh wow, why am I drawing a blank on it right now? Oh my god. Uh uh I love Fairly Odd Parents. That was one of the shows I enjoyed watching with my kid. Fucking tunes. I feel bad for not remembering that because it's been a while since I've listened to it because it's not an active podcast anymore. But he made a podcast called Talking Tunes and uh it was just phenomenal and it got me like super extra sparked into voice acting. Uh and that's I just cool. love the dude. He he went through throat cancer and, and recovered oh. and then made Animaniac season two. Like as soon as he recovered, they're like it was like boom, Animaniac season two. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't have him either. So <laughs> he was in my um, honorable mentions. Uncultured swine. That's what I am. Okay. So my number three is my other super obvious one. As far as voice acting, to my knowledge, he's only done one character. But this man was a voice of an entire generation. And if you're Gen X, you know exactly who this person is. Um, he was the voice of radio, the voice of American Top 40, the voice of Shaggy himself, Casey Casey. Okay. okay. Yeah. One of the most recognizable voices in the history of everything. And Kevin, you're young, so you may not know American Top 40, but... My Shaggy is Matthew Illard. Oh, God. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I remember Top 40 growing up, and I mean, I obviously remember Scooby-Doo, but I would say it probably wasn't until, like, the last decade that I, you know, realized that, uh, yeah. that he did the so voice of Shaggy. You're saying the original voice of Shaggy? Yes. Yeah. Well, awesome, because obviously the original was fucking iconic as fuck, too. I just didn't know the name. And I obviously know the name Casey Kasem's. I just don't. Yeah. I I didn't know. But and awesome. not a lot of yeah. people I, knew he did that because he was so famous for his radio shows. Yeah. But, yeah, he was the OG Shaggy, with, whose voice I just love. and Awesome. It just and a voice like I, I associate him with my childhood. So. See, I've listened to about a billion fucking uh, podcasts and stuff on voice acting, but I still learned something new in this one. <laughs> it's yeah. Casey Case. What was I going to say? I don't remember. And he was around for a long time. I mean, I think he did a lot of other stuff. I just, I, voice acting wise, I don't know. Um, I think he probably did other things, but, you know. Obviously, it's Scooby Doo for me, but then also it's just the American Top Forty. So, yeah. Yeah, once I learned he uh, he voiced Shaggy, like I could not not see him as Shaggy. Right, <laughs> and and his death was kind of shady, from what I remember. Um, uh, that I don't recall. Like it, he he had had like dementia and stuff, and I think he was homebound or like bedridden or something, but he had a newer wife and his kids like brought like a wrongful death suit against her. And I don't know how it turned out. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up, but it was, it was all very drama absorbed as, as like, they think that maybe she not outright murdered him, but didn't care for him properly. Yeah. So, cause she wanted all his money. So, yeah. Anyway, Casey Kasem, voice of a generation. So, all right, we're down to number two. Mox, who do you uh, have? My last two. My last two are kind of, uh, like you said, like not really a surprise, but I feel like they need to be on this list because they're staples. Uh, my second one is June Foray. Yes. Um, she she did like a lot of kind of like early voices. She was essentially like the female voice actor for like mm-hmm. early on uh, animation. Um, she did uh, Magic Mel of the Spell from DuckTales. What's that? She's the female Mel Blanc. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rocky and Natasha from uh, from Rocky and Bowwinkle. Granny from uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, Jokey Smurf. Um, she did, let's see, some voices in Woody Woodpecker. Uh Denver the Last Dinosaur and then the two uh kind of interesting live action ones that she was that she did were is uh Weird Science and the Phantom Tollbooth. Mm. Okay. I didn't have her either, but Yeah, literally before you joined when I was on the chat with and um Amanda, I added her as an honorable mention cuz I'm like fuck, okay. I like I was sitting thinking of the female voice actresses and she was the first one that popped to mind. She wasn't even like on my list at all and I'm like fucking june foray <laughs> that's a good one is it is it blanc or blank i don't know i don't either i feel like i've heard it both ways i feel like it's blanc it like like mont blanc or is it blank I, I, like think I, I think i've heard them say it blanc on podcasts when i've heard other people talk about them 
Because I feel like if I would have heard people say Mel Blank, I would have uh, heard that and been like, oh, so it's blank. It's it, now that I think about it, it is actually Blanc because he specifically changed it from Blank to Blanc so that there wasn't. Oh, a, okay. Because basically, I guess early on, one of his like great school teachers or something told him, hey, if you ever want to be famous, like having your not uh, having your last name Blank, you know, isn't a isn't yeah. a great stage name. Because I feel like as a child, I remembered hearing it as Blank, but then later I heard it as Blanc. But anyway, yeah. Okay, great choice. Uh, uh, Kevin, who do you have for number two? I was say Casey, 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 I've still got that in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Casey ain't here. I know, and neither is Casey, Casey. It's, it's weird. Your, your co-host isn't here. I know. You got shit to do. So my number two is the one where I cheated, like I do, I think oh, yeah. every time I've been on the show, and this time, instead of putting two into one, I put three into one. You know what? <laughs> it's fine. I'll allow it. Because they all kind of fit in the same niche. And if I need, I wanted like all of them to be on the list. And they all needed to be on there. But also it's like, ah. So. I could kind of see that. Yeah. Number two is technically Frank Welker. Uh, and we would already went over him. Cujo, Scooby, Fred, Megatron, Curious George, Cave of Wonders. So, uh, Frank Welker is still active to this day, too. He's still pumping him out. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, my number two, like one, was uh, the current era D. Bradley Baker, uh, who is the voice of Perry the Platypus in Phineas and Ferb, uh, Appa and Momo in Avatar the Last Airbender, Mondoom okay. and all the other beasts in Kipo the Age of the Wonder Beast, Daffy Duck and Tasmanian Devil in Space Jam, the, the real one. And uh, one of his voice, other voice acting ones is Klaus in American Dad. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, D. Bradley Baker. He's he's so good. He's he's the next era uh, Frank Welker. He, uh, he is an inspiration to me. He's He can do so much stuff. Okay. Wait, did you yeah, name two I, people? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you still have a third. Yeah, third is uh, uh, he's a uh, for voice uh, uh, animal voice acting, he's Tuna Sandwich in Kid Cosmic, which is uh, one of Craig McCracken's newest shows, and I fucking love that show. Kid Cosmic was great, or I don't know if it's still going, but it is great. Uh, but he's also the voice of the Hulk. Like, he's been the voice of the Hulk for the longest time. He's also Arg in the show Troll Hunters, where he uses a deep, low, rumbly voice like this. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, yeah, sorry. Fred Tatashore. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you got to tell the uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I thought I'm that right I said. I'm right there with you. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he does a lot of, like, animals and big, deep, low, rumbly voices. And, like, just Arg alone is a huge inspiration of a voice for me when a, when a character itself can be an inspiration because it's kind of like turning the... <laughs> And turning that into a voice. Tardis looks unimpressed. I'm sorry, Kitty. I know <laughs> you hear it too often. I apologize. <laughs> okay, well, that was, a, I guess, a lot of good people to tie in one spot. Cheaty McCheatster. Hey, I did it quick. That's fair. Uh, 
Mox, it, do you have any of those people or comments about those people other than Frank? Um, I don't. Um, uh, who, what was the second guy? Billy D. Williams? Just kidding. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it was, um, okay. was D. Bradley yeah, I mean, Baker and Fred oh, Tadishmore. Yeah, uh, D. Bradley Baker. Uh, he was someone I kind of I came across while you know, going through names. Um, familiar with a lot of his characters, but not you know once again not one I uh, associated you know the characters with the person. Good point. Okay. Yeah, he's, he kind of flies under the radar, but. Yeah, like animal that. voice acting itself is just like an inspiration for me because I'm not going to go off on a bunch right now because I'm not warmed up and I have headphones on. But like, I like animal voice acting and stuff is is just fun. Doing sound effects and random weird mm-hmm. other stuff other than just voices in general. I think yeah. it's a it's a unique talent because I mean, so, yeah. so often now they do it. I mean, it's computer programs and digital and all that. So to be able to do that, like on your own, on command, and you know, do it well, definitely <laughs> a skill. Wow! I just had a random joke pop in my head. June Foray being a foray artist. <laughs> if you don't, don't know what that well, is, do, do you know what a do you know what a foray artist is? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it that's, is. That's the people that like make the sound effects for all the movies, where you'll see them like oh. doing all kinds of weird, wacky things to make all the sound effects. Gotcha. Nice. You explained it, and it's still funny. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when you have to explain the joke, it's not funny, but that was... Actually- oh, I knew that would fly over the radar, because I only recently learned that word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my number two is the one on my list that has the most credits to their name that I know of. My number one, I think, has a lot of credits, but I think this person has more. Um, if you notice my screen name, Twilight Sparkle. She was the voice of Twilight Sparkle in My Little Pony. Um, She's Barbara Gordon in the new Batman. What are the Batman series? Um, Raven and Teen Titans. She's the singing voice of Meg Griffin. Not the voice, but the singing voice. Um, She was on Rugrats. She's Timmy on Fairly Odd Parents. She's got just like a whole, just like long list of stuff that she does. Um, And it's Tara Strong. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. she's definitely on my honorable, honor, yeah, honorable, honorable mentions. Yeah, you know, again, sure. I, I, my daughter, we watched a lot of My Little Pony. We watched a lot of Fairly Odd Parents and Teen Titans Go, and you know, just a lot of those shows that she did some voices on. She was the Powerpuff Girl. She was Bubbles. Yeah, um, he was fucking bubbles. Exactly. I was, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm sitting here on IMDb. I was like, I know I at least one of the big ones. So yeah, so yeah, she's just she's in Rick and Morty. She's the voice of uh the like uh unicorn uh thing in Summer's dream sequence in the one episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, okay, I don't I don't remember that, but but yeah, I mean, she's just done like and yeah, I looked her up too, and just to see all the stuff she's done, but. You know, just the ones that I recognize. And um, so, yeah, I, I definitely had to put her on the list because, you know, uh, My Little Pony. My oh, Little yeah, Pony, My Little Pony. Oh, that my song goes forever in my head. <laughs> I used to wonder what friendship could be. <laughs> you, know, you all shared this magic with me. 
Big adventure, tons of fun. A beautiful heart, faithful and strong. Sharing kindness is an easy feat. And magic makes it all complete. You have my little pony. <laughs> all right, well, I've watched that show a million times over with my kid, and you know the song better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're down to number one. I'm very excited. Mox, who do you have? Uh, my number one is uh, Mel Blanc. Mine too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, I, is still alive. Okay. I I used a constraint of still alive. Otherwise, he would have been on my list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, so many, so many classic characters. Oh. I mean, one, you know, like you said, June Foray was kind of like the female Mel Blanc, but it's he, you know, he it, invented the art of voice acting. He yeah, made it yeah, into an art. He turned voice acting into an art form. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all I really got to say. Like, that's right. I mean, like, entire, I, like, I would art say, like, yeah, I mean, with early on radio when they were doing, you know, radio series, I suppose and, they were doing that. They were doing that, but he brought it into I mean, like, the I, realm of like, like film and animation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, I feel like their voice acting was still kind of restrained a little bit and, you know, kind of fell within the story versus, you know, once again, going translating that to, you know, animation and cartoons, like everything's a little bit more over the top in cartoons. So, I mean, he had to be a little bit more over the top and that kind of, it's that, uh, that exaggeration almost that sets it apart from the realism of the, you know, the old radio. But on Looney Tunes, you never would have known that all of those voices were the same guy. Yeah, exactly. They called him the man of a thousand voices. And it's like, because he can go from... He can go from Bugs Bunny to Porky Pig and, you know, Daffy Duck to Yosemite Sam. Like, it's just, he voiced all, and Foghorn Leghorn, like, all of these characters that we grew up with. And Looney Tunes has been just a favorite of mine my entire life. And so, yeah, he has to be at the top of the list. I mean, not for Kevin, apparently, but for the smart people, that's where he's at. (laughs) I told you, I had a constraint on mine and he did not fit the criteria. Okay. Well, to be fair, he's the second day my guy honorable on my mentions, list. <laughs> my honorable mentions only has one that has a number next to it, and it's in all caps and bolded and underlined, and it says HMS, number one, Mel Blanc. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, for obvious reasons, he's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. The, the, the father the father. I'm sorry, but I didn't realize this until I Googled him to make sure he's still alive. Jim Cummings was also the voice of Scar in The Lion King. Oh, that one flew under my radar. That's the thing. Oh, wait. They voiced so many why things. Why does it say, was he in the... No, he wasn't. That he. It was The Lion King. Maybe a series. Sometimes it's like yeah, a series or sorry, a Yeah, sorry, my bad. I thought that was yeah. Jeremy Irons. My bad. Because uh, Rob Paulson is technically the voice of Spike, but it's the voice of Spike in all the sequels, not the first one. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Well, Sorry, my bad. I got um, excited. I, I'm, talk- I'm talking about Land Before Time there. Oh, okay. Not Spike, My Little Pony. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I love Spike. Okay, but yeah, Mel Blanc gotta be. He's yeah, the godfather of voice acting. So. Oh yeah. All right, well, then, yeah, so we have one in common. Yay! All right, Kevin, who do you have? For number one? Yep. So I'm going to start with the the way more obscure ones. 
Actually, I'm going to start with a super iconic one that you will know, but you won't know it's him. And then I'm going to start with some obscure ones and work my way up the list. Okay. Uh, so he's the rabbit in that 2011 Winnie the Pooh movie. The like iconic Winnie the Pooh movie. Okay. He's the rabbit in that. He's a Mussolini and a sea captain in the new Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Just still haven't seen He's still he's the voice of Douglas the Gun in the High on Life video game that came out recently. He's squanchy in Rick and Morty. He's Hugh in the phenomenal show that everybody needs to watch, Final Space, created by Olin Rogers. He's Yancey Fry Jr. in Futurama. He's okay, I'm gonna start getting to some more iconic ones here. <laughs> he is well, he's Chief Randall and in uh, Paradise PD and Woody and Brickleberry, uh, the Ice King in Adventure Time, Cupid and Fairly Odd Parents, Heifer in Rocco's Modern Life, oh. Mayor and Narrator of Powerpuff Girls, and SpongeBob SquarePants, right? Damn it! So, oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I ruined I it. Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, yeah i didn't have it queued up properly that was my fault sorry my bad i didn't mean to ruin your big i was excited i knew who you were talking about (laughs) that's because i started getting into the iconic ones (laughs) yeah tom kenny got me into the art of voice acting like him and his dynamics when i found out that spongebob squarepants was the voice of like 10 billion other things i was like oh my god this is a phenomenal thing and i just like instantly fell in love with the art and Spongebob's voice is just great. Like, yeah, I feel like you can't good. not feel happy watching Spongebob. <laughs> good choice. Right, uh, his, uh, his laugh is, you know, not only like, just <laughs> in voice is unique, but, you know, you hear it and you're instantly like, yes, that's, you know, there's nobody else that sounds like his character. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> I should have known because your thing says I'm ready. <laughs> that was a subtle hint. It was a subtle hint. I I I kind of got that because anytime anybody says I'm ready, that's immediately what I say. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready. <laughs> Again, one of the few shows I could watch with my kid that I really enjoyed, like I would actually laugh. You know, the other ones I'm like, these are fine watching. Some of them were terrible, but um Wonder Pets, Jesus fucking Christ. But, um, yeah, I love Spongebob. <laughs> What's gonna work? Especially work. God, especially God, the God. original seasons. Like, that was, that, that was just film art. Like, those original seasons was just iconicness after iconicness. So many bangers back then. You know what getting old is? It's thinking when you're younger that you're like Spongebob and realizing you grew up to be Squidward. That's how my <laughs> life feels. <Yep. laughs> Oh, okay. So he was like my second honorable mention after Mark Hamill. So yeah, for sure. Good one. Nice. All right. And uh, Max, er, Mox, Max, (laughs) Max, Max, Mox, Mix, Mix, whatever. Uh, Did you have him? Yeah. No, I did not. Choose your, choose your vowel. Um, What other honorable mentions did you have that we haven't mentioned? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Billy West. Um, yes, yes, Billy West. 
Yes, yes, he's my two honorable mention. Okay, and then uh, my last one was uh, Pamela Adelon. Okay, very nice, Kevin. What about I didn't you? Hear the last two. What were the last oh. two? Oh, the last two. Uh, Joe John DiMaggio. Oh yes, John DiMaggio. Yeah, or, yeah. and yeah. then um, oh, uh, Pamela Adelon. Who is that? She does uh, the voice of Bobby Hill in King of the Hill. Uh, oh yes, okay. yes. I know. I, I, mean, I know she's the... like. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, I love how all the iconic boy voice, boys, boys are voiced by females. Yeah. Yeah, like one of my honorable mentions, Nancy Cartwright. <laughs> and uh, uh, Timmy Turner. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. Kevin, who did you have that we haven't mentioned? So number one was obviously Mel Blanc. Number two is half the voice of Futurama, which is on his list, Billy West. Uh, number three is Mark Hamill. Uh, four is Phil Lamar, five is Jim Cummings, six is June Foray, seven is John DiMaggio, uh, six, oh, Kevin Michael Richardson. I feel bad that we haven't mentioned him yet. I love Kevin Michael Richardson. Uh, he's the voice of uh, Cleveland Brown Jr. And oh, uh, yeah. also like the big deep voice of like, the, I think he's like the principal and other things. He's like, he's got two two dynamic voices. Like he, he, and, yeah, and they're just the, distinct as fuck. His right. super deep when, voice and his silly high voice yeah, right when you said cleveland jr it's like okay that's down here and then you're like oh but then yeah the other guy has the super deep voice and i was like uh okay I mean... and uh the last one is tress mcneil the other half of uh futurama also uh dot warner and a fuck ton of okay. other things she's she's an, another super dynamic one like uh tara strong and uh gray griffin very nice um the only ones I had that we didn't mention, um, like I said, Nancy Cartwright, and then the other one from The Simpsons, whose last name I can never say, but Dan Castellaneta. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, That's uh, all, all the Simpsons people. Yeah, obviously, the, uh, I was gonna say the one of the other ones that I had from The Simpsons was uh, Phil Hartman. Oh yes, of course, yeah. Um, and then my other one was Seth MacFarlane, which again is a big obvious okay. one, but so many yeah. Uh, yeah. Family Guy, it's like okay. Oh yeah. And, he is a great voice actor. So he's, like his uh, Frank Sinatra cover album and whatnot. Like he is, he is good. He's good. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think, <clears throat> and he's a good, you know, live action actor or whatever as well. I mean, people give him a lot of shit, but like a million ways to die in the West. I fucking love oh, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a good producer yeah. writer. Like he's made some iconic stuff over the years. You could not deny yeah. this guy his his prowess in the uh, in the animation world. He does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't realize. So, yeah. what was the um, what was that like sci-fi informational show that he had brought back like a couple years ago? Um, oh, um, talking about the Orville. No, yes, it was, the Orville. Uh, oh, I love yeah. the Orville though. That's phenomenal. That show is top-notch every season. And he was on a Star Trek show, right, or something like that. I don't know. Oh, and he's the voice of Ted. <laughs> yeah. My favorite project of him is probably always going to be the Orville. Like, that show just blows me out of the water, like, every season. Interesting. Yeah, are you looking it up? Because I don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah. again, I'm not... I I watch a lot of stuff, but I don't pay attention to who's doing it, which is sad, because these people definitely deserve 
a lot of credit. I mean, it was forever before I knew Mila Kunis was the voice of Meg. Oh, yeah. And I had been watching Family Guy forever. So it was like, you know. And with her, I know that they uh, they kind of switched on and off. I don't know whether it was uh, whether somebody had filled in for Mila Kunis at one point in time. Like I know that she, there has been one other voice actor that's been that's played her before. I think it's just well, the original voice actress. I think Mila Kunis oh, okay. just took over for the original. I think that's how ah, it went. Gotcha. Well, and then like I said, Tara Strong was her singing voice. Yeah. So I guess Mila Kunis can't sing. I don't know. I don't care. The fact that um, Jackie and Kelso are married in real life makes my heart so happy that I don't care. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the show was called uh, The Cosmos. It's hosted by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have heard of that. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a number of years, but just uh, I, I thought that that was so outside of his wheelhouse as far mm-hmm. as like going from like you know ridiculous animation to like like hardcore science facts and you know informational yeah. stuff. Oh, and American Dad, I forgot who was on that. So yeah, yeah. again, I'm I'm glad that you guys wanted to both do this because it gave me a lot more information. I'm very like like I just said generic when it comes to voice acting of knowing who people are. I put it back. I just gotta go grab my phone quick. Okay, so um, because yeah, they they definitely deserve so much more attention. Um, yeah, and uh, oh, go ahead. But oh no, I was just say I do love when you realize that people you know as actors, like how do we refer yeah. to them? I don't want to say actors in real life because that's not it. But like, I guess live, live action, action maybe. Yeah, live yeah. action actors. Um, to know that they voiced some of your favorite characters is always cool. <laughs> What you got? Oh, I was just checking my schedule to make sure I didn't work at nine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You have to work. I'm sorry about that. Oh, yeah, but okay. not, I don't work until 10. No, 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 okay. no, no worries. Cool. We're all good. Cool, cool. Well, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We had some good stuff. We offered a lot. And actually, only besides Mel Blanc, we didn't have any in common. So, um, but I'm always happy to have one in common with the new guests, too. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at least, uh, you know, like if you're, we're on the same wavelength as far as that yeah. goes. I, I really didn't expect to have any in common with you guys. Like for the reasons I just said, I'm, you know, I was thinking one or two. Um, yeah. I was definitely thinking Mel Blanc um, and possibly Frank Welker, I think were my big yeah. two that I thought would, would overlap. Tom and Kenny I, and maybe Rob Paulson and maybe Keith David were the ones that yeah. I thought maybe. I didn't even think it, yeah, I Rob, mean, Rob I, Paulson was another one that I could have gone either way. Oh, I'm I mean, Frank I, Welker. I had Frank Welker and I had Tom Kenny like on my honorable mentions, and then I had you know a few of the other ones. But yeah, like I said, I just you know I'm not as deep dived, Dovin Divin. I don't know as much about this as you guys do, <laughs> and I'm making up new words because that's what I do. So, uh, Mox, thank you for being here. And is there yeah. any you should should we share your Twitter link in the show notes so people yeah, can come sure. follow you and all your amazingness and. Sure, um, but that would be just fine. If you want to come back, that would be awesome. Um, oh, you sure. You have my list of lists, and again, I'm always open to new topics as well. And like I said, Kevin was super excited about this. So I'm glad you guys are. I don't here. have your list of lists. You don't? No. Well, I, I will send it to you. I have a master list of lists that I want to do, and it's never ending. So it's the sick <laughs> lists. Yes, and I, it's giving lists. me. It's giving me episodes into like 2047, which I'll probably be dead by then. So <laughs> don't worry, I'll make you a I'll make you an application that generates more lists more for the list for you. It'll just keep it going infinitely. 
Ooh, I don't know if I need that. I keep generating new lists all the time. Exactly. Now, you don't need an app for that. <laughs> now that Just we're doing drafts. It. Awesome with, list. Yes. Now that we're doing drafts with the network, it's a lot of overlap of we do a lot of drafts of stuff that I've already done on this show. And then also we do drafts of stuff that I'm like, I need to do this on the show. Exactly. Stuff it's a symbiotic it's, relationship. It's like, very much. Whoa. Very much. Um, the drafts are fun because it's a little more competitive and, you know, more stuff. But there's definitely a lot of overlap between what I do I and what they do. I want to get on another one of those drafts eventually. I, only, I got on one and that was fun. Oh, you need to. It's just Well, actually, no, I got right. on two. I got one. Yeah. If you record them at night, then it's harder. Why don't yeah. you call in sick one Tuesday and just, you know, we won't tell. <laughs> just like the couple hundred people that listen to our show. <laughs> Yeah, just be like hey to my co-worker <laughs> that uh i usually have off mondays and he has off tuesdays i'd be like hey you want to switch well there you go all right well um again mox thank you for so much oh my jesus christ <laughs> thank you so much for being here i think um, i'm still in my mexicoma um and kevin and I, I appreciate you having me on i mean it was fun uh you know Transparency. This was my first uh, recording of anything as far as podcast and things go. So really, I, mean, I yeah. Um, I mean, I've listened to plenty of them, but as far as like you know, being part of one, yeah, this is a first experience with it. So I hope. Well, this uh, is... oh, go ahead. You were great. Yeah, this is yeah, a great. That was that was great, and this is a great first one to be on because, like, out of all the podcasts I listen to, like, this is like my favorite podcast. I like, I love oh. all the podcasts and all of them in like the network, but this one, just the concept of it and like the banter that can happen, it's just manifested to be an amazing podcast that is like great to listen to, like every time. Like, even if you don't really care about the topic, sometimes it could be a fun podcast to listen to. Like Amanda, you did good on this one. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I it, and it's we're very casual here. It's very just like let's have some conversation. It's not, it, and not that a lot of podcasts are like pressure to do this or that, but a lot some people are very strict about their format, um, yeah. and not even in our network, but just other shows, and that's fine for them. I just don't, you know, I have the couple of things that we do every time, but other than that, let's just have right. fun talks. So, yeah. well, I thought you did great, so I hope you come back. If you want, well, thank you. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I like you said, I have your list and your contact info, yeah. so I'm sure I'll be in touch. And I'll, um, I'll definitely connect you with the rest of the network in case you're interested in any of their shows as well. Um, we have a few different things for everybody, so yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, I do need to announce real quick because, um, I didn't do it at the beginning and I didn't play my network plug, damn it. Um, that we have added two new podcasts to the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network. Both of these podcasts I happen to be a host of <laughs> or co-host yep. of. Yep. Um, the first one is Crime Rewind, which I host with Shanna, and we tackle cold cases that have, you know, obviously not gotten a lot of attention and hope to bring new light to them. And then the other show is Literature Reapers, which we do once a month, we're starting to do twice a month just as like a check-in. And basically me, Casey, and Shanna all read a book and then we review it together and get all of our different takes. And we let people know what book we're reading. So if you want to read it too and then, you know, read along so, or whatever. So Casey's working his way through the Five Nights at Freddy's trilogy. Are you and Shauna also going to work your guys' way through the trilogy so that like we can uh, get an episode on that? 
I don't know. I don't know. First of all, I'd have to read them, but I think I have to see which books Abby has, honestly, because she has a bunch of different FNAF books and I don't know which ones are. I have a feeling she'd probably have the just the original trilogy because like I'm not talking about all the extra like Fazbear Frights and all that mumbo jumbo or all any of the graphic novels. I'm talking about just the original trilogy, which is like three, three short novels. Well, you know what? We are taking listener suggestions and we are throwing the suggestions in a hat and drawing suggestions. So I will throw that even in just there the first, you. Maybe even just the first book. Okay. That might that would probably be an easier one to tackle. Just attack. I'd I be willing Casey's to do it. Wrap, I think Casey's just wrapping up the first book. This last message he sent to me about it. I haven't heard okay. his progress since. I really want to see the also, movie and then I'll go back my, and read the books. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that. But my other, my original one back before he even made the podcast, my like number one recommendation was Ready Player One to get you guys to read yes. the damn book. I do still need to read Ready Player One. So, um, yes. And we are actually, um, I am doing coming up top five video game movies. And so Ready Player I One know. may be part of mine. I, I- I want I want to like ask to be on it, but like at this point, I'm just gonna envy asking to be on every single. Let me be on every episode. Well, no, if I can figure, we I had to postpone it because I had my mom got sick and there was some stuff going on, so I've had to juggle a few episodes. And actually, Mox, I think ours might have been one of those, so I apologize for that. And, and yeah, oh, for no, no problem. I can completely understand. Flexible. Um, it was a crazy, like I had like the most insane like eight to nine days. That anyway, um. So, yeah, that one is coming up. So I will tell you when it is, and hopefully you can jump on, because I know you'd like that one. Um, But, yeah, so uh, welcome those shows to the network. Yes, I'm welcoming myself to my own network, but, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. I'd put the applause button if I had it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but, yeah, we needed some true crime and some, you know, book stuff on the network, so I think that will add to our diversity, and I'm very excited about it. So, no, y'all need to cover Stephen King book because you know, you know, I'm we'd sure all be interested will. in doing yeah. that. You know, you know, pretty much the whole, all, all three, y'all and 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 me. <laughs> well, I get to pick the next book. Well, I have already picked the next book, and it is not a Stephen King book. Um, it's going to be. Something- I feel like it's good to work your way into Stephen King with some other stuff first because uh, the Stephen King is the obvious one. <laughs> Well, and if I were picking, I'd pick The Shining first because I think it's his best novel. But oh, I mean, yeah. Well, um, but anyway, technically, technically speaking, like, yeah, that could be statistically proven potentially. Unless well, actually, you, uh, can, unless oh, you can lump the entire Dark Tower. No, 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 because that that has some mess in it. So no, vomit in my mouth and people talk about the Dark Tower. Anyway, <laughs> we're Have going off on it. No, I don't it? want to. That's I, that's no, you're a criminal. You're no. you're you need to be locked up in a in a jail. I heard enough about what Tim and Dewey said about it, and I saw the movie. I have Dark Tower is nowhere in my wheelhouse of what I okay. like. You heard one person who was semi semi loved the series, who's Dewey, who he kind of liked it, and you heard Tim, who mostly didn't like the series. Casey, you heard didn't two either. What? Casey didn't like it either. I don't think. Oh, Casey didn't like the. T- I don't think so. I don't know. I I can imagine. I can see not liking the first book. That I can see. I can see anyone not liking the first book. But you have to read all of them, right? You can't just start in the middle. But if you don't really like the first book, you technically can skip it and hop right into the second book. 
And if you like develop a love for the series, work your way back to it and use it as a like a, a, a prequel book, you technically kind of can do that. That's not the appropriate way to do it. But like if you're really struggling with the first book, which is a short book, it's the shortest book out of all of them. The Gunslinger, which because that's why it struggles with people because yeah. it's a Western book, which doesn't vibe with most people. But then all the books after are not really Western. They have Western influences because the main character of the entire like saga is, is a gunslinger. Like a- yeah exactly (laughs) but like none of them are really westerners like fully after that it's a whole it goes through every genre it's stephen king's lord of the rings etc like it's it goes through so much stuff it is a whole journey and it is experience that you will never forget your entire life it's so rewarding to go through that journey it's one of the most rewarding experiences i've ever gone through you know what? I'll put it on my TBR, but it might go to the bottom. So I'll let you know. I know. Years. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> I know. Um, since this episode won't come out for a few weeks, I can tell you guys that the book I've chosen for August is 19 Minutes by Jody Picoult. And it is a little different than the books we've read so far, but I think it's timely for school starting. Um, it is about a school shooting and it tells the story from a bunch of different perspectives. Oh, yeah, and I've heard you talk about that before. It is so moving. It is so, it really makes you think about a lot of different things. So, I if it were up to me, it would be required reading in every high school. But it's not up to me. Um, so, <laughs> Just so real quick, uh, there was a movie Gus Van Saint did uh, called like Elephant. But it's like it's right along those same lines where it's about a school shooting. But it, like the like the first fifteen minutes is from one perspective, and then the next fifteen minutes is from like another student's perspective. But okay, yeah, real similar. I'll, I'm writing that down. I'll check it out. So basically, this one tells the story. So there's two kids. Um, one is the shooter. One is a girl who was his friend all through their childhood years, and then in high school they weren't friends anymore. So it tells the story from both of their perspectives. It tells from the boy's mom's perspective and the girl's mom and the girl's mom is the judge presiding over his case. So it's very, and you hear other people's stories too, but it's just, it's very interesting. Um, And, and as someone who's, you know, I read, um, crap, I've already forgotten his name, but the Columbine shooter, his mom, I read her book And it's interesting because people always blame the parents. And of course, that's going to be your first go-to. But in so many instances, they have no idea whether it's, you know, lack of they're too busy or they want to stay out of their kids' lives or they just, it's hard because you always want to blame somebody. And it's, it's just a really good book. It is sad, but it's beautiful. And I highly recommend especially if you have teenagers read it or even have them read it. Lots yeah, of I've bullying and all that. I've read Rage, but none of these other ones you guys are talking about, but I want to read the one that you guys are doing that you you were you're doing. Yeah. Rage is a good one, but Rage is more of a social experiment kind of school shooting oh, book yeah. than yeah, no, that, that is not No, 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 that's different. That's 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 yeah. completely different Rage spectrum. It's not different. comparable. That's not even comparable to what yeah. you're talking about. It's just the only school shooting thing I've ever read or yeah. watched really. So um rage other than pumped up kicks i've heard that song before too yeah oh have you not watched um the movie with jenna ortega it's really good what is it called it's from like 2020 or or like 2021 uh hold on 
We're talking about school the shooting. The fallout. The fallout. Is, no, I don't mean good. I mean it's. I know. A, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know what you meant. It's called the fallout, and it's about three different kids that survive a shooting and how they deal with the aftermath. And it no, will I make you cry it. your fucking eyes out. But Jen Ortega is amazing in it. So anyway. cry. I'll watch Green Mile or Bluey. <laughs> For two different spectrums of crying, two completely <laughs> different spectrums of crying, like to, to lump those two together. All right. Well, so all that being said, everybody check out Literature Reapers and read 19 minutes if you want to be ahead of the game for our next episode. We are finishing up The Spare Room right now, which is a fairly new book and is, I think, about to be about some threesome shenanigans, if I am reading it correctly. But also oh some maybe some murderous shenanigans. So the spare room will be is July's book, and then 19 minutes is August's book. So um, anyway, sorry about all that, but thank you guys again. I hope, uh, like I said, Mox should come back. Kevin, I'll let you know about the other stuff. And to everybody listening, have a great night, a great day, a great whatever. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye.